Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we begin a series on end times prophecy. And trust me, you will be blessed by Ray's insight into the Word of God. I should know because every week for months I studied the end times with Ray. What he does is he digs into the truth. He mines the truth. Yes, Ray unfolds the Word of God beautifully in a way that will help you understand the end times. Listen in. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're starting a new study of prophecy about the end times, and today we're looking at a basic introduction to this well-studied topic. Why another study on prophecy? Well, we ask ourselves the same question, and we don't enter into this without much prayer and hesitation. Although we believe that prophecy is not an essential doctrine to understanding and living in union with Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit, there's still a blessing for having put in the time to understand it. Revelation 22.6 says, And he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show his bondservants the things which must soon take place. And behold, I'm coming quickly. Blessed is he who heeds the words of the prophecy of this book. This will not be a short study. Prophecy fatigue will more than likely set in, but if you hang in there, I believe you will deepen your understanding of not only prophecy, but the interconnected nature of Scripture. You're about to see the whole Bible is one interconnected story. The first prophecy that we will look at starts in Genesis, and it will carry all the way to Revelation. There's an expression that describes our human condition that says, Our future is rooted in our past. We have to understand our biblical past in order to understand future events. Everything started in the Garden of Eden with the fall of Adam and Eve. After their fall, God cursed the serpent as the being that Satan spoke through to lure the first humans into rebellion. The curse that happened as a result began a conflict between a God-centered family and a Satan-centered family. In fact, when you keep in mind the conflict between these two families, you will see this dynamic play out from Genesis to Revelation. The Bible uses the word seed to convey the idea of offspring. According to Scripture, these families are headed toward cataclysmic future events that many call the end times or the last days. We will call the family that represents the plan of God the seed of promise, and we'll call the family that is opposed the seed of flesh. Without an understanding of this family conflict, we are missing the glue that holds seemingly disconnected passages together. We'll then try to make verses fit whatever circumstances we find ourselves in at any moment in history. But viewing prophecy in light of a family conflict based on Scripture will leave us no doubt who the players are in the end times. They've been in conflict since the beginning, and this conflict will not be solved until Christ Himself comes to earth to defeat the seed of flesh. We all are part of this conflict, whether Jew or Gentile, believer or unbeliever. Everyone in the world is a part of this conflict and is either part of the seed of promise or the seed of the flesh. Everyone has a choice to make. It's our desire that this study will help you make the choice to join and function as the seed of promise. By trusting in Jesus, we are born into His family of promise, and then we continue to trust Him by the power of the Holy Spirit to live our lives in a manner that is pleasing to Him and fulfills our purpose as members of the seed of promise. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you got any questions or comments, or you'd like to know more about Mining the Truth, go to our website, miningthetruth.com. Thanks. Thanks.